Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the only podcast produced for and by people making a go of it in their new city or state. I'm your host, Alec Flynn, and it's good to be back. I apologize for my absence. I've been submerged in my new job as a professional TikTok content creator. I cannot believe I'm saying that dead seriously, but that is my new job. I work making original TikTok content now for a drinkware company right here in Denver. It's a complete fever dream I'm living in. Speaking of which, I've had a fever the past four days, and that may explain why my voice sounds a little raspy right now. I'm trying to push through it. I got a big Breckenridge weekend coming up. I just offered to drive all the boys up. Big mistake, I can already tell, because my car, while it does have a lot of size, it's got a warped rotor, and if it's going down mountains, you're going to feel some turbulence. Uh... It's all irrelevant. I'm just uh, I'm here to report that TikTok making is not as easy as I thought it would be. I've, I've been taking a lot of time to get really into it and make sure I'm better at my job. It's given me a lot of stress, which I think has contributed to me feeling so shitty um, physically. Um, I, I just think that alongside of like, but you know, this has been the first time in a while where I've had work days that like I finish and I go, whew, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired. From working so hard, I'm, I felt like I got wow. That was a good day of work I just did. That's that's what I'm experiencing right now, and it's kind of new feeling for me. Whereas before, you know, doing the work from home thing, I had boundless energy the minute I logged off, which was usually three thirty. But now I'm I'm leaving the office at five o'clock, and I I'm drained. I'm drained. I'm brain drained, physically drained. I, I wasn't able to get to the gym because I had to go to open mics and do shows and stuff, but now I'm back, um, and I really want to make sure I make this podcast a priority. I want to make sure I make you, the listener, a priority, Um, but here are some things I've learned so far from being a TikTok, professional TikToker for a brand. Number one is like being funny is not enough. You know, I like to think I can create fun, fun yucks and goofs pretty easily, but now I have to consider how how any joke or video idea I have also has to incorporate our products and our brand. It's hard because I might want to make a joke about eating ass or Ukraine or OJ, something crazy. But now I have to think about how this affects the brand, how it affects everything. It affects how I write a joke because I'm forced to consider the universality of what I'm saying. I work with a lot of women in the marketing department, which, you know, is is awesome. But at the same time, I feel like my sense of humor can something like they brought me in specifically because I'm a dude. And you know, I like to make jokes. But I, I, you know, as a comedian, I'm very like, I like feedback. And I'm always asking for feedback on certain jokes. And I just feel like sometimes they don't get it well they probably get it but like they just don't think it's funny I'm I'm what I'm trying to say here is like they are marketing professionals I am a clown so it's very hard for me to feel validated sometimes when I pitch them stuff which leads me to number two number two is the added pressure so on my personal TikToks I can have a couple flop videos that don't make it up to what I consider to be great you know it doesn't phase me at all no, pay no mind to those, to those, you know, 
those holes I punch in my drywall. That's, you know, I, seriously, I don't, I don't even care. I don't care at all. Now I'm freaked out that if a video flops, they could fire me. I'm just, I'm stuck at the mercy of ominous Chinese executives who run TikTok. I feel like I'm in the Squid Games. I've, I've never seen Squid Games, I'm going to be honest. And it's forced me to constantly like seek this feedback that I talked about from my manager and my team members. And I think it's what I should be doing. But on another level, shouldn't I trust my ability to get followers like I did on my own personal page? Yeah, you'd think. But it's just I'm learning all these things on the go. I It's only been about two weeks, but I want to do the best job I can because I'm going to be honest. I won, ladies and gentlemen. I did it. I've won the, the, the Gen Z lottery. This is about as good as it gets. I'm surprised they don't have influencer as like a college major anymore. But for all those college listeners out here, um, you got to just learn how to be like a graphic designer, get into marketing because you yourself are the brand. You got to just, that that's the new move at this point. I didn't realize like, I, I think I'm the last of like my, I'd say like age group to realize that they could just, oh, I could do social media. Like, and it's, it's just very, it's very crazy to me. Um, and number three, I'd say that I've learned is being a TikTok guy in an office is weird. It's an incredible having a job that allows me to create and generate ideas, but it feels wrong sometimes. Like for example, if I'm dancing the gritty in the office, and I make eye contact with a member of the finance team, it's awkward, just to say the least. A little uncomfortable, because you know that guy's going back to an Excel sheet like, this fucking Gen, this fucking Gen Z pussy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm working to make it work, and people want me to not complain because I spend half my day scrolling TikTok. Look, look it's a hard job, okay? It really is. I got to scroll through all these short form screen videos and and at, see which ones are popular, which ones can I use in a video that involves a, 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 a mug or a goddamn cooler. It's not as easy as you think. Could a 45-year-old do it? No. Could a 15-year-old? Probably better than me. Sure. And look, also, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I don't think... This is good for my mental health whatsoever. So I'm putting my body on the line as well. I'm putting, like, this is, people talk about, like, football player CETE. I'm going to get CTE from hearing Anka Jams. I think that's giving me CTE, to be honest. Especially, I think I'm getting it since Russia invaded Ukraine. Do you know how, how do you know how uncomfortable it is watching, you know, volunteer soldiers launch rockets into a tank to defend their country, then scroll down and you like, let's make eggs Benedict. It's not great. It's not great. It's not fun either. Uh, someone asked me the other day, hard transition, what my type is. And I thought about this and I think that, you know, and I think uh, types are not really so much what you're into, but what you get into. You know, for example, like I'm obsessed right now with alt chicks. If you can shred a guitar with hair shorter than me, odds are I want to drink your bath water. All right, I'll lose my cool. 
I just get turned on thinking about her defending me to her cool burnout friends. Like, yeah, he wears Patagonia, but I like him. So eat my ass, Garth. That's what I think about. And I, you know, but I know my history. And I think your history determines your future. So, like, you know, odds are I'm just going to meet another girl with a dog and divorce parents. Um, so I'm just going to start, I think, working on me, man. I, And then it just whatever comes around comes around. I, I'm sure I'll get into another same one of my type. But maybe one of these, maybe one day I'll get all chick with, you know, cool arm tats of, like, you know, bananas and uh, guillotines. But... I, I don't know, I just got broken up with, and uh, it was like, we were kind of dating, kind of not, we really weren't dating, but she was nice enough to give me the exit interview in person, which is, you know, that's it's good, because relationships can be a learning process, I want to sit down, I want to hash it all out, you know, what did you like, what can I improve on, would you refer me to a friend, things like that, questions that need to be answered, and it kind of helped me get over it a little bit sooner as well. Um, I, you know, you spend a lot of your time after a relationship probably thinking what I did wrong, but now I know for certain it was when we doubled up on a scooter and I almost sprained her ankle and that's comforting to a certain, it's a little bit comforting. I kind of just took the breakup though. I, I've been dwelling on this a little bit. I just took it. I didn't really fight for it. I don't think I ever want a girl that I'm with or who wants to break up with me to feel stuck or needing like you need to, you know, I'm a guy. I can take it. I understand. I had strong feelings, but at the same time, you got to just let people live. I'm 25. You know, I'm not, I'm just a husband. I'm an appetizer. I'm a snack. I'm not a full-blown meal yet. I get it. But part of me wishes I had made a scene. I wish... I mean, I, I've always wanted to do like a Jersey Shore style, just blow up all eyes on you, just go full Ron. Like, you weren't part of the equation, Sam. You weren't part of the equation. Something like that, man. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, well, this is just going to be a different summer. I'm going to start working on me, being fun and kooky, working on my job especially, and one night stands might be back this summer. So let's have some fun. Let's get yeast infections. Um, that's going to be the episode this week. I'm so glad to be back. Please tell your friends about the podcast. We're going to be doing more transplant-centric topics coming up. But in the meantime, if you want to see me, uh, I got a bunch of shows coming up. The link is in my bio. I have a new show, Woody Fisher in Denver, that uh, I'm going to be producing. It's called Hook and Ladder Comedy. Check that out. Otherwise, um, please stay safe and uh, goodbye, Senator.